Grizz Nation's favorite outfitter is the M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. And now the M Store has a brand new location in downtown Missoula. Come check out the new storefront located on the corner of Higgins and Broadway. The M Store in Missoula has been your Grizz Gear headquarters for more than 10 years, offering some of the most original University of Montana gear you'll find anywhere in the Garden City. Next time you're downtown, swing in. Come by the M Store today and wear what the Grizz wear. Or shop online at MontanaMStore.com. Montana's only daily sports talk show, Nuanez Now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football! Hello, welcome in. Happy Thursday. We're running around crazy. That's what time of year it is, though. We got high school basketball. We got college basketball. It's the Super Bowl. It's always a busy time of year. Do you ever feel like everybody's just so busy all the time? Yes. It's the story of my life, Coulter. <laughs> I don't even know how you do it. I don't even have children like you. I don't know how you do it. We're going to get things kicked off here today on your Thursday with Around the Big Sky in Women's Hoops. Crystal Redpath in studio with us. And uh, then in hour number two, I got a whole bunch of other stuff. We're basically going to go around the men's league as well. Danny Sprinkle will join us. Riley Corcoran will join us. And I'll give you a preview of all of the games uh, from tonight from uh, around the Big Sky Conference on both the men's and women's side. So that's pretty much it. Just jam-packed. Uh, all hoops all the time here uh, on Nuanas. Now, maybe you're listening. You already know, 1029 ESPN Radio. Maybe you're streaming on the ESPN MT app, or maybe you're watching on SWX Montana Television. Looks like we're kind of paused up there on SWX, but uh, we'll be back on the tube as uh, as soon as we can, and uh, look forward to that. Um, before we get into what's going on around the Big Sky Women's Hoops, by the way, that's our show outlook presented by Britt Wahlberg and the Wahlberg team. Wahlberg team, the official realtors of Grizz Athletics. Any and all real estate questions you might have, give Brent and his team a call today. Uh, Missoula Hellgate, the varsity level's been doing great on both sides. They've just swept Crosstown against Missoula Sentinel. So both squads, 8-2 and two in Western AA play. Krista has one boy over there at Hellgate and one that soon will be. What's going on with the underclassmen? Well, um, Evan played in the freshman, sophomore, and JV game. That's amazing. All three of them. I remember so. those days when you're like swinging all three. It's tough, man. <laughs> I, I watched a lot of basketball. <laughs> I bet you did. Lots of crosstown games. Um, actually, Sentinel, JV, and sophomore ended up beating Hellgate. So they beat the freshman. Um, Evan's team won as the freshman, but not sophomore and JV. JV was a double overtime game. Holy cow. So lots of fun stuff. But crosstown is always great. There's a just an inherent rivalry between Sentinel and Missoula Hellgate. So good stuff on the hoop front. Yeah, very good. Uh, it's uh, it's also fun because Big Sky's in the mix a little bit this year they too. Are. Both uh, boys and girls. Big Sky boys are great. Uh, they had one of the great hot streaks in the state so far. They lost uh, a barn burner to Butte the other night. About Both teams scored in the 80s, which is uh, crazy for uh, high school basketball. But Big Sky had won six out of seven before they lost that one. But uh, it's fun having all the Missoula teams kind of competitive. It is Golden Goat this next week yep, between sure. Big Sky and Hellgate this year at Adams Center. That's always a lot of fun. Yep. Um, 
We will have plenty of prep roundup for you tomorrow as well. It's going to be a big slate of games uh, again tonight. I I saw this the other day too, Krista, which was amazing. First of all, LeBron James broke the all-time scoring record, and that then got me going down the rabbit hole on Twitter, and somebody was tweeting about some of the most unbreakable records in sports because Kareem's record was considered one of the most unbreakable records in sports. People forget this. Lisa Leslie was a pioneer in women's basketball. Definitely. Her and Cheryl Miller were kind of like the first two truly nationally recognized like high school players before then they went on to college. Lisa Leslie scored 100 points in the first half of a high school game. That has to be the most unbreakable record in sports. There's no way that somebody can score 100 points in 16 minutes. She's better than LeBron. <laughs> Proportionally, it might actually be true. I mean, honestly, I, I actually think that those pioneering ladies in the late 70s, early 80s, in proportion to their competition, might be some of the greatest athletes of all time. Well, I think Cheryl Swoops was one that Cheryl I Swoops really awesome looked up too. to in the 90s. Uh, Cheryl Swoops played here in Missoula once upon a time, She did. Right? I was at that game. That was yes. when you were still in high school I then? Was, yes. That's amazing. Yep. Yeah, it's cool to see uh, how it's all uh, evolved. Um, this week, around the Big Scan Women's Hoops, was brought to us by Metal Strategic Marketing and Solutions, Metal is a boutique marketing agency and photography studio specializing in strategic planning, creative branding, and brand photography. If you checked out any of the cool graphics and some of the visual stuff that we've been using on social media, courtesy of Krista, that's in association with Metal. So uh, they do a great job, and uh, we we love working with them. This is the third time we've done that, and uh, they always produce great content for they us. They make us look really good, Coulter. <laughs> it's it's much more challenging task for one side of the table than the other. I promise you that. Uh, I am Coulter Nuwana. She is Krista Redpath. We're coming to you through the ESPN MT studio here at the Missoula Broadcasting Company. Missoula Broadcasting, locally owned and operated for more than 15 years, and happy to say so. If you want to uh, stream the show... You always can on the 1029, uh, excuse me, 1029ESPN.com, our station website, or you always can on the ESPN MT app. And if you want to be a part of the show, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. It's crazy. I feel like each time I each time I haven't seen you in six, seven, or eight days, it feels like forever and yesterday as well. I was doing a double take because we did this show last Wednesday, and then Montana State went and got drilled in Flagstaff the next evening in women's hoops. And I had totally thought that, that we had already talked about that, but we hadn't. So uh, here's your scoreboard from the last time. We were on the air last Wednesday, so it's been eight days. Uh, so here's all the Big Sky action in women's hoops that went down. Montana State went to Flagstaff and lost 79-50. to Montana, probably their most thorough effort of the year, 78-61 at Northern Colorado. The Lady Grizz have shown these flashes where they can be really good for a quarter or two. That was the first time in conference play where from start to finish, they played really, really well. We'll come back to Lady Grizz here in just a minute. Idaho beat Portland State uh, 77-60, and Eastern Washington beat Sac State 64-53. That's, that was Sac State's third straight loss. More on that in a minute, too. On Saturday, in their lone games of the weekend, Idaho State beat Weber State 57-41. Montana State bounced back from that loss in Flagstaff, 80-60 over Northern Colorado. Montana pulled out maybe their win of the season so far, 80-76 over NAU in overtime. Sac State snapped their losing streak, beat Idaho 77-70. And Portland State, a nice win over Eastern Washington, 80-71. And then we also had two Monday games this week. Northern Colorado beat Weber State 73-60. And NAU 
uh, beat Idaho State 64-54. Just impressions from that scoreboard before we get to some of the key storylines in the league. Wow, just a lot went down. A lot went down, I know, right? I I look at Montana State having that six-game winning streak and just a whole different conversation that we were having last week and not really expecting that play at at NAU. And uh, it was just a tough game and showing the bounce back. They obviously very resilient in their comeback and were able to shake that off. But I think that rattled the big sky because they were certainly not looking at that. Um, I thought the Portland State Eastern Washington was an interesting game. Eastern Washington playing without J.D. Martin and Jacinda Buckley. Yes. And just looking at the way... And those J- are two keys for them. Very key. And then looking at Jada Lewis, she just played awesome. She she made four threes, um, shot seven, made four. So, you know, we've always talked about Esmeralda Morales and a couple other players for, for various teams, but I haven't given Jada Lewis enough credit. So really paid attention to some other teams around the big sky. And then this last week, tuning into the NAU-Idaho State game on Monday. We've had these Monday games which have been challenging for some teams because it's their third game in a week. And so that was just a really interesting game, NAU-Idaho State. We'll have to go into that later. Yeah, yeah, we're going to get to that because that certainly included one of our key storylines from the week that was. I think that sometimes, well, first of all, if you talk to coaches, coaches are so immersed in all of this stuff that you're almost always going to hear coaches sing each other's praises, which, which is, you know, Classy and justified. You're almost always going to hear coaches sing the praise of the league because they're so immersed in it. So the league is always good when you're in the league because you're in the league. You're so immersed in it. But sometimes I think when coaches or I guess when the talking point centers upon how deep and how much parity there is in a league, sometimes it's just lip service. In this league, I don't think that's true, though. I actually think it's absolutely uh, an incredibly deep league. And I think there's a couple reasons for that. First of all, we keep talking about these second-year head coaches, which make up half the league. But all five of the second-year head coaches have improved teams, mm-hmm. and they all have hungry teams. You also see these upstart teams like Portland State and Eastern Washington that are built around young players who are freshmen and sophomores. That also gives you this element of sometimes inconsistency, but also you can just jump up and beat anybody. That's kind of where Northern Colorado's at, right? Like They can absolutely jump up and beat people when they put it all together. They're going to go through the ups and downs with so many freshmen. But I just think truly sometimes there's sort of the narrative that a league is super deep or or really, really talented. But that's actually true in this league this year. I I really do think that there's nine teams that can win on any given night. We've seen just the, the, I don't know, how we've kind of... Um, watch these teams develop. We're in week seven now, Coulter. There's only nine total weeks of conference play right. before we head to Boise. So we're, we're down the stretch at this point. You're going to start seeing injuries become more prevalent and more important with rotations and watching different teams peak. I mean, we looked at the first Big Sky Conference weekend, and I think we thought, oh, wow, Idaho, Idaho State, just sure. on top again. Right, right. And just weren't real crazy about how the Montana schools played in that opening week. I mean, okay, but certainly, certainly not what we thought. And now you look at the narrative, and Montana, arguably the hottest team right now in the league, riding a four-game winning streak, and they've been legit wins. They've made some changes within their roster that has put them at the forefront of this league heading down the stretch. We're on the Big Sky Women's Hoops. Krista Redpath, our Big Sky Conference analyst, in studio with me, Coulter Nuanas. It's presented this week by Metal. That is my number one storyline in the league right now, is the Montana Lady Grizz. And I think that's what makes this weekend so paramount. You have... Idaho State, first and foremost, coming in here tonight. A proud program. 
That's a very interesting matchup with the Lady Grizz. We're going to get to that in a minute. But uh, then you also add in the dedication of the floor to Robin Selvig on Friday night and then the Robin Selvig game on Saturday. And so the Lady Grizz have, I don't know if pressure is the right word, but they have the spotlight on them riding this four-game winning streak. They've vaulted themselves from the bottom half of the standings now into a tie for second place. And uh, they're playing the best basketball that they've played during the Brian Holsinger era. And so it's a huge weekend for Montana. We'll get to these matchups. But what have you thought have been the primary keys to Montana right in the ship here? Because, I mean, coming out of that Monday game when they got destroyed by Eastern Washington, I mean, I have never seen a game like that where the Lady Grizz got drilled by 30 at home. I I, I left before the, the, the post-game interviews because I was like, well, they're not going to have anything positive to say. I got to get out of here. But... Anyways, well, they've turned the corner big time. It's just so uncharacteristic to see Montana lose at home like that. So Absolutely. that was a very tough win. It was unsettling for, I think, everybody in the conference, actually. But take a look at these last four games. Carmen G. Feller has been in double figures all four games. Now, four games ago, she was in some foul trouble. Um, so it wasn't 11 points. Sure. But I think what's been the difference for Montana has been the consistent play of Carmen underneath, which inside-out basketball leads to opportunity for Montana. I also think that the energy that Matt Coning has brought to the starting lineup Absolutely. has allowed some pressure off Gina and Sammy. And you've watched the three of them really work well on the one through three, Gina Marks and Sammy Fatkin and Matt Coning. And then you just have Danny Barsh just jumping out of the gym. She grabs 17 boards. Um, he, she's just um, a real good force for them, almost a spark. She might give you some offense, but she's certainly going to give you second chance opportunities. So I think there's been this, this like energy with that change in the starting lineup. I don't want to take away from Haley Heward or Keely Burton-Oliver because I do think that there are still roles for these players. No, for sure. And we've watched Haley light it. I mean, we've watched her hit some big shots. We've watched Keely Burton-Oliver make some athletic moves that have separated her from other players in the big sky. Well, I think that's been the whole key, too, though, to the lineup reshuffling because it's not necessarily that people got benched. They got given different roles. And I think that's exactly why it's worked, though, because Haley Heward is a great spot-up shooter. So her coming off the bench, hey, here's your role. When you're in and you're open, let it fly. Just shoot it. Same thing with Keely Burton-Oliver. She can be such a great sort of stretch post player, and she can be more offensively oriented when she comes off the bench. And then Libby Stump, she's just a bucket. I mean, she's just automatic in her offensive game. And so now Lady Grizz have unbelievable scoring punch off the bench to go with now this sort of revamp starting five. And I think you've got to figure out a way to get Libby Stump in that rotation. For sure. So you look at those three, and Libby just flows with those three positions between Gina, Sammy, Libby, and Mac. Those four in that one through three position are great. I will tell you this. I also think that the change um, gives them a different look on the defensive end. For and sure. there seems to just be more synergy on the defensive end, which just contributes um, to a better overall look for Montana offensively. The other part about this, what we just call a transition, has been that Matt Coning went from a very talented-looking freshman who had some ups and downs to truly one of the better point guards in the league. And this is a league with incredibly good point guards. I mean... Darren White is an MVP-type candidate at Montana State. Reagan Skank is also an MVP-type candidate in Northern Arizona. Gina Markson has been a first-team All-League selection multiple times in this league, and now she's on the Lady Grizz. But if Koning consistently can handle the, the defensive pressure of an opposing team, and she can consistently make open shots, 
and she can consistently score in the lane, she's all of a sudden now truly like an all-league type player. That's a huge boost for Montana. Well, I would definitely put her on the verge of an all-league player. For sure. As as soon as you said that, I just had to go back to my stats, Coulter. You know I love all my paper all around, but just thinking back to that Portland State game, she had six assists. She makes good decisions. Great decisions. And that's also something that is so valuable for a freshman to be able to come in and be an impact player um, and make good decisions. That's tough to find. There was so much uh, hype and, and um, conversation about Brian Holsinger's recruiting ability and the fact that now we have a, a pretty sizable sa- sample size of these, uh, especially the two most standout freshmen, Libby Stump and, and Matt Koning. Uh, I think it's justified because uh, both these young ladies have come in and, and they don't look like freshmen. I mean... They are putting up big time numbers, and they. But it's more than anything, though. It's the ability to handle the moment, right? They neither one of them seems flustered whatsoever. I mean, Libby Stump, she gets her shot whenever she wants. She's taking veteran players off the dribble and getting that twelve footer all day. Isn't it one of those things, Coulter? Though you just you you do you know what you don't know almost sure. in terms of the fact that they play with this style that they don't bring any baggage with them. They're freshmen. For okay? sure. Montana's been through a lot. Everyone right. knows this. Our listeners, our viewers know all of the changes and turmoil that has surrounded Montana over the past four or five years. And that has affected play at times. And they are hesitant in certain game situations where we've just seen Mac and Libby just have this energy that doesn't stop. That's right. And I mean, I even look at their game against NAU. They were down 23 to 19 in the first quarter. They, they did not miss a beat. They responded in that second half and put up 22 second quarter points. We've seen Montana struggle with that in previous games, seasons in fact. For sure. And they've been able to um, shake off um, different quarters where they've struggled and we're seeing more complete basketball out of this Montana squad. More on the Lady Grizz coming up. We also have a nice interview with Carmen G. Feller coming up in a minute as well. She talked a lot about those ups and downs. I thought she had great perspective on it, though. She said, hey, that's just life, and we're just hoping that the ups are for the end of my senior year. You know, she said, we've gone through the whole roller coaster. I just hope that we can keep being on the upswing uh, coming in uh, down the stretch. And she's been an all-time great Lady Grizz. We want us now ESPN Radio. SWX Montana Television and the ESPN MT app. It's around the big sky and women's hoops with Krista Redpath. Krista in studio with me, Coulter Nuanez. A couple other storylines from around the big sky. Um, We have to talk about Monday's game in Pocatello. Montana Otrogi, who's been one of the the best players in the league, she goes down with uh, a bad knee injury. It was uh, a really physical play that caused it. We don't need to get into the debate over that play. That's been talked about around the league, but we're not going to go there. What I want to talk about, though, is just the fact is that this is an impactful injury in this league because there's a reason NAU is toward the top of the league standings. It's because Montana Altrogi has really risen her, her game to give NAU an extra scoring punch, but she's also kind of the energizer bunny for them. She does everything on the boards. She gives them this element of toughness. So that's an impactful injury. I don't know how long she's going to be out, but that's an impactful injury for not just NAU, but the rest of the conference race. It certainly changes the look for Coach Payne, and I think that you have to you have to look around at their roster. And I have to say, I was so impressed with the play of some of their freshmen too. Mary McMorris, who is also, I mean, she just played an incredible game against Idaho State. Um, she had 12 points. Um, she, five for 11 from the floor. There were some younger players that really stepped in. And I think if you're Lori Payne, you've got to rely on that because at this point in the season, Coulter, there are going to be injuries and you hate to see a player like Montana go down 
that really rattled me on Monday. But they have other weapons, and I think NAU will still be in the mix. They'll definitely be in the mix, first and foremost, because they have such an outstanding point guard. And, and I, that's becoming even more – it's always important in college basketball, men or women, but in this particular conference, it's becoming more and more important. And I think that Regan Skank just gives uh, – she is – She's the catalyst for everything that well, NAU she's, does. She's a Big Sky Conference MVP caliber type of player. And totally if, if her name's not in the mix for Big Sky MVP, I mean, you have to put her up there. She, her numbers just back her play up, and I think she is. She is. She makes players around her better. Um, again, NAU has been this team that has relied on this up tempo offensive, really get up and go. You lose a player like Montana Ultergy, and you do have to make some adjustments on the offensive end because you're just missing that big piece of the offense. But I, I have a feeling, I'm hoping, I'm keeping the faith that it was just a strain and that it just was an odd-looking fall when she came down and that we're going to get the good news that she's just going to be out and ready to go in another week. You hope so, for sure. You never want to see somebody go down like that, especially as a grad transfer who's almost certainly playing in her last season. Uh, it was a, not a good scene in Pocatello no. uh, on Monday, so hopefully she is uh, she's okay. Uh, now the other storyline, another couple storylines from around the Big Sky Women's Hoops. Montana State to me continues to be a fascinating analysis because almost everybody that steps on the court is such a familiar face. Mm-hmm. We had huge expectations for them coming into the year. And it's not to say they haven't fulfilled the expectations. They're alone in first place, 12 games in the league slate. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think, though, everybody that's watched this group play knows what their capabilities are. And they've touched on them a little bit, but it still sort of eludes them. But I think that's why they are the team to beat still, because they have this unbeat- they have this, this uh, undeniable tenacity. And they know how to win games even if they don't play flawless, especially offensively. And I think that's t- a testament. I mean... You go and get beat down in, in Flagstaff, and then you be, come back and, and roll at, at Northern Colorado. I mean, you could tell Darian White was very unsatisfied with the effort in Flagstaff on Thursday, and she came back and played out of her mind uh, I mean, on she was at 25 points, 8 rebounds, six, 6 assists. I mean, she had one turnover, Coulter. I mean, her, her stat line was just incredible, but they did get a lot of offensive um, help from Cola Badber, had a great game. So did Caitlin Lamardo, played really well, and Lexi Deaton. I mean, we could go down the list for weapons for Montana State. I think, obviously, they made a starting lineup change by sure. getting Madison Jackson in there and putting Lexi Deaton in the starting lineup bringing Leah Beattie off the bench, Leah Buckets, which we know she can score, and she gives them a great offensive surge off the bench. You go down the list for Montana State, they have all the weapons. Here is what I think, though, Coulter, is when a team wins the Big Sky Conference, they're at the very top. So we look at that roster. They return everybody. We start at the top with our expectations for them. For sure. And so they really had some struggles during non-conference play. I don't think Coach Benford was as settled with thinking, hey, this team should be at another level. We should not be struggling. So she's made some changes. They've had some ups and downs. That loss at NAU, though, that, that can't happen for a team like this that is going to be the top team. They won't be able to have those types of lows in these next few weeks of conference play. I also think, though, there's an element. I've always loved the way that Trisha Benford runs her program because she herself was such a great player, and she was a pro for a long time. Her primary mentor also was a WNBA coach for a long time before he then got back in the college ranks. There's cer- certain things that she does that are very – pro style in the way that she runs her program. Uh, you're right. You can't have a, a start where you're down 21 points in the second quarter like they did at NAU. But if you are down 21 points in the second quarter and you have perspective, 
That's when you start playing everybody. And you don't she try, did it. And you don't empty the tank, right? And so th- there, I think, is where Trisha Benford's expertise in being the longest tenured coach in the league, she said, hey, we're down 21 in the, in the second quarter. We're not going to burn ourselves out trying to fight back for this victory. We're playing 20 conference games. Let's just... We'll call this good, and we'll come back at it on Saturday, and, and let's go. And uh, I, I think that there's a veteran element there as well. And, and Grace Beasley had a great game. So that was another yeah. thing. They were struggling in that game, but you see her. She's just going to be uh, – she's going to have a good future for Montana State. For she's sure. She's a great player. So, no, I agree. Like, they they started strong. They, they had a really rough go, um, and it just kind of continued throughout the game. But a statement – response for them. They could have rolled over um, against Northern Colorado and they come back with a great win. No, I was now ESPN Radio. Uh, then you also take a look at the standings now and Montana's surge combined with NAU uh, being pretty steady and Sac State losing those three in a row but then bounced back for the win. And then Eastern, they won five in a row. They lost a couple then they came back and that's all then created now this logjam right behind Montana State and you got Montana, NAU, Sac State, and Eastern all with four or five conference losses. To me, those teams, uh, they all have great strengths. The the differentiation point is going to be who can find momentum here now these last three weeks surging into the tournament. Absolutely. And like I said, we've had different teams with different momentum shifts throughout this conference race. Um, but I do think it's coming down to these these final few weeks and you have some real... um, soul searching that you have to do as a team and you should have your rotations at this point pretty solidified you're just hoping that you don't end up with injuries you've really got to watch that especially you know you look at a team like idaho state they are after you they are a defensive minded team and if you're montana you know that it's going to be more low scoring they want to slow that tempo down and you do start to look at who do i want on the floor at certain times when i'm playing certain teams we've got to stay healthy we've got to also it's refreshing you know, you got to stay refreshed going into Boise. For sure. So you got to find a way as a team or as a coach to continue to motivate your team to give their very best, but also keep their eye on the prize, which is less than a few weeks away. And that's why I don't mind if uh, Trisha Bedford uh, mitigates somebody <laughs> like Darren, Darren White's minutes, right? Like when you're down 20 in the first half, Regan, Regan Skanks the Energizer Bunny, so you don't need Darian White chasing her around if it's not a competitive game, so I totally understand that. I know, but I also think that, you know, looking at who's going to get MVP of the league, and no, we've, for had, sure. we've had for Darian sure. be in the, I mean, honest, she could have been MVP her freshman year. 100%. I mean, honestly, that's the year Fallon Freegie was, which was great. Fallon had an amazing sure. season, but Darian put up MVP-like numbers. For sure. So you, you look at a kid that's really invested in Montana State, invested in the Big Sky Conference, you want to see a player maybe get that nod. For sure. If you're Trisha Benford and you're all of Montana State. Um, but boy, there are some good players are around the league and it's going to be tough because these players that sometimes end up with these individual accolades are the ones getting more minutes. For sure. And, the, number, and the numbers too, right? And I, the numbers follow. That's right? the thing too. I mean, I, I've gotten this question a lot lately, especially since the pandemic when people say, well, why do you even go to games anymore? Why don't you just watch it? You can watch it all on your TV. There's certain things, especially in basketball, that you can't analyze unless you see it in person. Darian White does so many things that you can't pick up unless you go watch her. You have to go watch her, the way she guards full court, right. the way she gets to her spots. I mean, I've said it before. She She's the Chris Paul of the women's basketball league. I mean, she just controls the whole game, and none of it is me- measured in statistics. Right. 
And I agree because I watched Locked in My Office on Monday night. I watched the <laughs> NAU-Idaho State game. I was all in. Yeah. And I still couldn't get the atmosphere of what happened when Montana went down. For sure. I was trying to figure out what was going on on the floor. You just don't have the perspective. That's right. When you're watching it online. That's so right. there is something about that. And Darian's certainly a catalyst for Montana State. All right, two more storylines here on Around the Big Sky Women's Hoops. I feel like I haven't taken this young lady's name out of this section of the outline. Beyonce, we talk about her every single week. I don't even know what else to say about her, but she was Big Sky player of the week again she's won four this season Gosh, she's won I mean, eight in her career i mean in terms of the player of the week she's got this thing on lock it's uh, it's pretty amazing the consistency she's been able to muster uh, over her four years at idaho 54 points 20 rebounds in two games she just continues to amaze us here but coulter i mean she has one of the most complete games and i love that about beyonce because she just has the ability to really control both sides of the ball and we've just watched her really develop as a player over the years. However, I know how competitive she is, and I know she just wants to see Idaho get past this hump and, and get back in the mix for being one of the top contenders of the big sky. And then the last thing to touch on, maybe we'll come back to this uh, in a minute as well, but I, I don't know if we talked about it that enough on this show. They reformatted the way the big sky tournament's going to work. So now you have six teams getting buys. Mm-hmm. used to be four, then it was five, and now, now it's six. And there's even though there's less teams, there's ten teams. I know it's it's sort of confusing, but I think that's one of the most fascinating parts of this league right now is the race for the sixth seed because you have Portland State, Idaho, Idaho State, Northern Colorado. They're all kind of right there, and we've seen these teams sort of be up and down, but um, they've all shown flashes of what they can be. I think that's a fascinating, for the five and six spots in this conference, it's going to be a, a knockdown drag out. Well, and also the way this tournament format is, um, play will open up on Saturday with the nine and ten seed and the seven and eight, but then what happens is the next day, they will play the number one seed or the number two seed, so the other four teams that have the bye, four, five, three, and six, have another day. So we we have a different format in terms of giving our top teams more rest. And also, Coulter, one other thing that I will say, this is still a five-day tournament, um, but conference play will end on that previous Monday, giving teams almost five days before tournament play starts. We saw in the Big Sky Women's Tournament, which I struggled with every year, and I'll go to bat for all of these athletes, teams were playing on Friday and Saturday and having to turn around and start a tournament on Monday. Right. And we saw that number nine seed, Idaho State, upset Montana State. For sure. We watched that together, and they had just come off that North Dakota trip. So this will be a lot better in terms of tournament format, giving these teams some ample rest and just come in with some fresh legs into Boise. Around the Big Sky and Women's Hoops with Krista Redpath, presented this week by Metal Outside the Visual Branding Work Metal Does for Clients. Metal Photography also takes on limited senior sessions, elopements, and weddings. You can contact Metal Photography at hello at metals ms.com that's m-e-t-t-l-e-s-m-s.com to reserve your date we'll talk more about the lady grizz and montana state plus we'll hear from carmen g feller next keep it right here no one is now espn radio College athletics is a fundamental part of the fabric of our communities in Montana, and it's the stories of these young men and women that drive our passion at Skyline Sports. Coulter Nuanas here. In 2015, my brother Brooks and I founded SkylineSportsMT.com. 
As a lifelong athlete, Brooks has an elite knowledge of football with a deep perspective with his time spent playing safety for the Montana Grizz football team. While I won a collection of sports writing awards, including 2010 Washington Sports Writer of the Year during my time in newspapers. Together, we can offer you the best sports journalism in the state with crisp writing, unbiased reporting, cutting edge photography, and a grassroots feel that belies the corporate takeover of modern media this day and age. As Montana natives, we have a deep historical knowledge of the fiercest rivalry in the West. We share a combined 22 years experience involved in the Big Sky Conference. That experience gives us unparalleled knowledge of Montana, Montana State, and Big Sky Conference athletics. If you'd like to experience this with us, visit SkylineSportsMT.com and subscribe for only $8 a month or $90 a year. SkylineSportsMT.com. Every day, every season. ESPN Radio. A 10-minute wall sit? That's a- <laughs> I know, this is my son. This is my 13-year-old son, yes. Yes, good job, Oliver. Keep on going. I know, right? And we have to give a shout-out to Gabe Ansa. Oh, yeah. 406 training. We had him on the show this summer. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Doing great things, but yes, I'm just so proud of Oliver. <laughs> good job, Oliver. Keep on going. Chris Redpath in studio with me, Coulter Nuanas. It uh, is Nuanas now on ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television and the ESPN MT app. It's a big weekend here in Missoula for a variety of reasons. First of all, you got uh, a, a tested and veteran team in Idaho State coming to town tonight. Second of all, the Lady Grizz are on a four-game winning streak, and they are uh, looking as fluid and as dangerous as they have in a couple years. But more than anything, a dedication and a celebration of a, a guy who is as influential and as iconic of a sports figure as the state of Montana has ever seen. And I've told this story before, but when I was first getting into journalism, I was first working at the student newspaper, my first beat was Lady Grizz basketball. And that was uh, during, uh, there's been many peaks of the Robin Selvig era at Montana, but that was during um, one of the the most recent ones in the mid-2000s when Manny Morales and Sonia Rogers and Brittany Lohman and uh, a great group of gals. Ooh, they were tough. They were really tough. And, and I mean, they ran the table in the big sky a couple times. And uh, I think I, I remember covering one Lady Grizz home loss during my two years working at the Montana Cayman because they were just so, so good. And I loved uh, getting to know those gals. But more than anything, Coach Selvig was just so unbelievably nice to me. And, you know... This was, this was in the days when technology has evolved so much, but I remember I used to call him on his office phone, and I would take my notes by hand. And, but he just taught me so much about covering the game and about playing the game, too. And I'll always remember that, and I always appreciate him for that. You played for Coach Selvig, and I, it's, it's amazing to me because you talk to Lady Grizz from all these different generations. The guy coached from 78 to, to 2016, so he had multiple generations of young ladies that he influenced Everybody praises this man for how much he influenced your guys' lives. And even now here, 20, 25 years later, it's it's still hugely impactful for you and for many. Well, there's been these Dear Rob letters that have been cr- just incredible this week. They um, have been. Good job by Joel Carlson for putting all this stuff together. Yes, it's been really good. And, and you read something, Coulter, and it triggers you. And I think it was Katie Edwards that one of her Robisms, everyone has Robisms, but they're all kind of the same because he used <laughs> right. the same one-liners on all of us. But one thing that she said was having her back on defense is like having nobody back and it just it made me it just made me laugh because that's exactly I remember him saying that to me have sending me back and just being like what are you doing you know what (laughs) what are you doing and so Katie Edwards just she played an entirely different position than me but we all share that common thread of the same coaches and same experiences 
overlaid on all of these various careers. And again, it's just a testament to Rob because the players, you know, they have the individual accolades that come from winning conference championships. But looking at his relationships with players that maybe didn't even win all these awards, just found something in what he gave them that inspired them in their professional and personal lives. It's pretty impressive. Another Big Sky Women's Hoops this week is brought to you by Metal Strategic Marketing Solutions. Medical is a metal, excuse me, is a boutique marketing agency and photography studio specializing in strategic planning, creative branding, and brand photography. I think that's the testament of of great coaching is it, it's it's not nearly as challenging to coach great and uh, intrinsically motivated players. At, but I think that the thing that sets Robin Selvig apart is that he also made it seems to me at least. Everybody that was a part of the program see the value in being a part of the program and also seeing the value in themselves as a part of the program, right? So everybody was getting something out of it, even if they weren't playing at all. The standards were just really high when you came in and it was just, you were part of something that was bigger than basketball and just the relationships that you developed, but just that willingness to go out and compete. And he expected so much out of us, which made us expect more out of ourselves, Coulter, and then be better for our teammates. And so you just see so many relationships that were formed off of a game um, that just meant so much more. Robin Selvig, the court dedication tomorrow night, Dahlberg Arena at 6.30 p.m. And uh, this whole weekend will be dedicated to the one and only, a guy who won 865 games 21 times the Big Sky Conference, or a, a, co- a conference, I should say, Coach of the Year, because he won several in other conferences before the Lady Grizz joined the Big Sky. Uh, but a legend among legends, and it should be a fun weekend. On that note, caught up with one of the best Lady Grizz players going right now, senior Carmen G. Feller. Time now for our Grizz Star of the Week as part of Around the Big Sky Women's Hoops. We're down at the Adams Center with uh, Grizz Senior Carmen G. Feller. Carmen, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. First of all, let's talk about this last weekend. A crazy game. I was actually uh, at the men's game watching the ladies' game because it was an overtime and you guys were like an hour ahead of when the men had tipped. Uh, but back and forth, back and forth, you guys closed it out against Northern Arizona. It always seems to be close when you guys play in it. How are you guys able to close that victory out? Yeah, you know, we just kept saying the whole time, like, we've worked too hard. We've worked too hard to just let this one slip through our fingers. Obviously, we had a really close, tough ending with them um, down there last year. And then here in Dalberg at the beginning of this year, we had a tough one slip away. So it felt really good to just capitalize on it and uh, walk out of that arena with the win. It's so interesting just the arc of this season so far because you guys played so well the last time you played Idaho State and they're in town uh, here as you guys listen to this today on this Thursday and that was a great fourth quarter and then a little bit of a lapse with the Eastern Washington and Montana State game but then you guys have turned the corner so did you kind of see the glimpses of what you guys could be then and have you guys been able to sort of recapture that these last two weekends? You know, I still don't feel like we've put together a complete game from start to finish. If we could play every team the way we played against Idaho State in that fourth quarter, that would be a really, we'd be a really tough team to play against. Um, But I am excited. I feel like we keep learning, we keep growing, we keep making the adjustments that we need to, and um, the results are coming. So if we can stay on that path, we'll be all right. Carmen G. Feller here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Uh, it's also interesting, though, because I agree with you. I think you guys do have still progress to be made, but this four-game winning streak now has you toward the top of the standing. So does that give you optimism that you guys still have a lot more growth to, to be had uh, with the postseason coming up? You know, we talked about this yesterday. Um, 
last season there was a lot of ups and downs, you know, just as far as how we would play. And one of our goals coming into this year was just being a really consistent team. And so that's something that us seniors really took upon us to preach to our underclassmen is you can't let up. In fact, you have to work even harder just to maintain this this streak. And obviously we want to go into Boise in the best way possible, um, but that just requires a lot of hard work, even more hard work maybe than if we weren't winning. It has been sort of a roller coaster this entire Lady Grizz career for you. So, I mean, what have you learned? And, and you know, have you learned how to deal with sort of the ups and downs? Because that's kind of life in general, right? That's a really great outlook. And that's what I've tried to, how to, how I've tried to shift my perspective. Um, there's definitely been a lot of ups and downs. But at the end of the day, uh, I'm just really grateful for my experience here. And, you know, I just walk away from it with a lot of gratitude. And I'm thankful for all that I've learned and all of the relationships that I've had with everybody who's been part of my career here what the part where you become the older player and now you get to watch some of the younger girls grow and you guys have a couple freshmen that are playing outstanding right now and matt coning and libby stump so what's that part like sort of just the change of perspective of being sort of the elder statesman of the lady grizz it's so exciting and i was talking to mac about this the other day and i was like you know you guys are just going to keep getting better um Brian's obviously shown that he's really great at recruiting and Nate and Joss and Lisa have developed us so well and you know by the time Mac and Libby and AP are all seniors this is going to be a completely different program and they're going to be really really tough to keep up with so it's so exciting just to be even a fraction of a part of it. Lady Grizz in town tonight, Idaho State in town, and then uh, Weber State coming to town on Saturday. Uh, the Bengals, always an interesting matchup in the big sky. They play a little different than everybody else in the league. Uh, they don't mind making it rough. They're really tough. So uh, how do you sort of mentally prepare uh, when Idaho State's on the schedule? I mean, like, yeah, like you said, everybody knows it. Um, they're going to come in. They're going to punch. They're going to kick. They're going to do everything uh, in their power to knock you down and you know, they're a tough team home or away just because they're so gritty. And I think they've earned a lot of respect because of that in our conference. They're well coached and disciplined. Um, but, you know, those are the games that as a competitor excite you because uh, they're dedicated, they're talented, and so are we. But at the end of the day, it just comes down to who's the tougher team. It's been cool down here at Dalby the last couple weekends. You guys had the awesome N7 celebration. A lot of the all-time great Lady Grizz, Native American basketball players were back. The men did the same thing this last weekend, and now this weekend is Robin Selvig weekend. And I know that that's a little bit now in the past, uh, but you're one of the older gals on the Lady Grizz. And, and I know your family has connections to this university as well, with your older brother playing for the Grizz too. So uh, what's your guys' perspective on, on just Coach Selvig, and, and what do you think of this, uh, this sort of ceremony they were having for him this weekend? Uh, first of all, it's just, you know, so cool. Robin's very deserving of this honor. Um, you know, he's created such a legacy here for the Lady Grizz that attracts so many recruits in the first place. Um, Brian has made a really good point of, you know, us honoring the past and the legacy that he and all of the Lady Grizz have created. But also, you know, don't be afraid to make your own path and blaze your own trail here um, with this new generation. So... It's really awesome that we have the alumni connection here. Uh, it's, as, as far as I know, unlike any other place in the nation, maybe. But it's just really sweet. It's a great perspective for us. And, you know, we want to work hard and play with the pride that these women had before us. 
Well, very cool. Carmen G. Filler here on Nuwana's Now ESPN Radio. Uh, keys for the Lady Grizz this weekend, if you guys are going to come uh, defend home court. You know, for both Idaho and Weber, they're teams that are super, super tough. They may not be, you know, the most uh, skilled person for person, but they're going to make you work for every single possession. And so for both of these teams, I would just say toughness and doing the little things right consistently and working hard together and playing for each other. And I think we'll walk out of this arena with a win. Carmen, thanks for being here. Best of luck. Thank you very much. Carmen G. Filler, what a nice gal. Love catching up with her. Uh, always. She's so mature. She's so mature. And she's so gracious with, with her uh, with her time and uh, just, just a kind soul. Around the Big Sky Women's Hoops with Crystal Redpath uh, here on Nuana's Now, brought to you in part by Metal. Uh, Metal did all of our graphics for uh, Around the Big Sky Women's Hoops, not just for this show, but for the entire season. And uh, uh, they do a great job, but it's not just the photographs that you get, right? They're going to give you consulting when it comes to social media strategies and campaigns and all sorts of stuff. Right. Um, Brooke Redpath, my sister-in-law, she's just the brains behind it. Well, both her and her partner, Tara, they're just, they're great. Um, but Brooke has just done a really good job of looking at our show, Coulter, and seeing how she can help us be seen um, and what she can do to help us um, market what we like to do, create content, right? We like to talk about women's basketball around the big sky. And so Brooke's been fantastic with helping us craft our messages and get them out to all of our listeners and viewers. Speaking of messages, a very important message that is uh, being highlighted at Montana State on Saturday, plus a whole bunch of big-time games in the big sky. We'll give you a preview of the weekend. Plus, we'll talk a little bit about No More Stolen Sisters right after this. Keep it right here around the big sky in women's hoops on Nuanas Now ESPN Radio. Bobcat fans, support both your favorite team and Montana State students. When you shop at the student and faculty-owned MSU Bookstore, your purchase lowers the price of course materials for Montana State students. Montana State is in the midst of a historic year, and the MSU Bookstore has everything you need, from jerseys to garments, t-shirts to sweatshirts. You can also find the vast selection of Bobcat gear online by visiting msubookstore.org. Help students excel and look your best in blue and gold. The MSU Bookstore is your Bobcat gear headquarters. ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. Somehow, someway, the Super Bowl halftime show always has mad hype, but I think that this one has even more hype. Are you a big Rihanna fan? I am, but I'm not really excited for the Super Bowl, <laughs> given what happened to my 49ers. I know, Krista hasn't even been able to talk about it. I haven't brought it up on the air yet, but uh, Krista Redpath in studio with us here uh, on Nuance Now. She's a big 49ers fan, so I'm sorry. It's, it's just Philadelphia fans. I'm sorry. Just, <laughs> you can see my thumbs down. But anyway, um, I think Brianna is going to be awesome. I think so, Half too. Halftime show, it'll be great. I think so, too. Uh, welcome back. Thanks so much for hanging out with us around the Big Sand Women's Hoops. Each week, we are giving you an opportunity to join us in Boise, Idaho. We have a ticket and a hotel giveaway this week and every week, presented by Ryan Holloway and Miller, your Montana attorneys. You can join all 10 Big Sky Conference teams March 4th through the 8th in Boise, Idaho for the Big Sky Championships. Text us or DM us or whatever. Big Sky in Boise to enter the giveaway. It includes two tickets and a hotel. Winner to be announced one week before the tournament. Get award-winning representation for your case by hiring personal injury or criminal defense experts at Ryan Holloway and Miller. Visit rhmattorneys.com to learn more. Text Big Sky in Boise 
888 That's 888 Or you can send us messages on Twitter or Facebook, as well as a variety of different ways to find us. 1029 ESPN works on both Twitter and Facebook. At Skyline Sports MT works. At Chris Redpath. Any way you can find us, uh, go ahead and do so. Before we get into the slate of games for this weekend, it's uh, Robin Selvig weekend here in Missoula, but also an important initiative over at Montana State this weekend as well. Cole Badbear is one of the great players in the big sky and one of the great Montanans playing Division One basketball right now, building senior product, also proud representative of the Crow Nation. She has done a great job of sort of becoming one of the faces of the No More Stolen Sisters initiative, and uh, this is a very important deal. She is selling a bunch of shirts on her uh, NIL shop uh, online as well, and all the proceeds, or at least part of the proceeds, go toward uh, this initiative to sort of mitigate and, and slow down uh, human trafficking, especially from the reservations. Well, I'm so proud of Cola. Me too. I'm just really proud of her. She's just a great kid. But, you know, visit Bobcat Collective because they've just done a great job with the nil shop and being able to make it easy for us to order shirts, of which we have ordered, Coulter, and we will be sporting these shirts next week on the air. Um, but just really um, want to make sure that we represent the cause because missing and murdered indigenous women and girls is a serious issue serious and it's something issue. that cola is bringing advocacy towards advocacy towards and she's going to use the proceeds from selling these shirts um, to benefit a campus student organization to distribute those monetary contributions towards the advocacy with families in need so i just think it's a very relevant cause super proud of cola to get behind it and it's just another way that we're watching the um, benefit student athletes, but benefit their causes right. that they feel passionate about. And that's that's really neat to see. We only have about a minute and a half left. So I just want to spend a couple seconds talking about the game here in Missoula tonight. I think that the the game of the of the uh the day, the game of the evening in the big sky, uh, outside of probably NAU at Sac State is Idaho State at Montana, only because I know the Bengals have uh, struggled a little bit this year, but it's just a, uh, a matchup of contrasting styles, and it's a big prove-it game for Lady Grizz having won four in a row. Well, and Idaho State had that six-game losing streak that right. was snapped by beating Weber, but they've certainly had their lulls at times, and sometimes that guy, that might make them a little bit more scrappy at times where Montana just, they're going to have to dive in and really address that contact and that physicality, which is what we know Coach Soboleski will bring to the game this evening. But Montana fans, it's pretty exciting time for Lady Grizz basketball. Great weekend, um, and I feel like they're just playing good basketball. They, are, for they are playing good basketball. Idaho State has no problem getting physical, chunking it up, trying to make it <laughs> ugly, and uh, that's what the Lady Girls are going to have to endure. If they do and they shoot the ball well, uh, they should be a very decided favorite in this game. But if they fall into that, Idaho State knows how to win that type of game. Uh, so this is going to be a good one in, in Missoula tonight. Definitely. Around the Big Sky and Women's Hoops this week, brought to us by Metal Strategic Marketing Solutions. Appreciate Metal for their uh, continued sponsorship of us here. Metal is a boutique marketing agency and photography studio specializing in strategic planning, creative branding, and brand photography. Hour one in the books. Hour two coming at you. Riley Corker and Voice of the Grizz will get us kicked off. We'll also hear from Danny Sprinkle. And we will uh, keep on taking you around the big sky, this time in men's hoops. That's next. Keep it right here. 102.9 ESPN Radio. I am here with Catherine DeLands of The Advocates. If you've been listening to ESPN Radio, you're familiar and you know 
If you've been in an accident, the advocates can surely help you. There's a lot of people out there that don't slow down for road conditions, that are driving recklessly or carelessly, and we want to protect the people that have been injured because of those driver's actions. You deserve an advocate. The advocates will deal with the insurance company and defer medical bills, so all you need to do is rest and get better. The advocates will handle the overwhelming legal stress of your accident because you didn't deserve to be in an accident. Chat directly with a local attorney online at MontanaAdvocates.com.